business is booming. And, and they had the hot tub and they had the desserts, you know, for props. Oh, oh yeah, they had a little charcuterie plate. Nothing, nothing gets nothing, nothing gets, like some salted meats for dessert, you know. Salted <laughs> meat or a nice piece of uh, stinky Asiago, a little Romano <laughs> cheese. All right, I'll come over here and kiss on Pilot Pete. <laughs> Get this Capicola out my teeth. All right, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast, everybody. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends. We talk about college football and lifestyle. You can find us at www.thewheelroute.com. We're on Twitter at The Wheel Route. We are on Instagram at Wheel Route Podcast. And we have Gmail, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, please download the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, Spotify is my go to these days. Pretty much made the transition to Spotify for all my podcasting needs. Um, it's a little different. Sometimes the autoplay takes me by surprise and goes in weird directions. If you listen to a podcast that like has like mm-hmm. serious, if you listen to a radio show like I do, anyhow, um, not an ad for Spotify, but we wish it was. Go ahead, Spotify. Feel free. Pay me. We'll, Feel free, Spotify. We'll pay. We'll uh, bill you guys mm-hmm. retroactively for this. Yeah, one hundred percent for sure. My name's Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter. I log on the Don. Coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida. Um. Where we kind of had like a, it was like a nice day. It was crisp. There was like some wood smoke in the air on my way home. It was kind of like, it, it it harkened me back to like that first like Friday where there was going to be a football game in Harrisonburg. Where it was like a little bit of crispness in the air. Still like a warm sunny afternoon. A little Christmas and you can crisp crispness, not Christmas. And you can sort of just maybe smell something cooking off in the distance. That's what it was like today. Beautiful day. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Uh, we also had a nice day today. Uh, flirted with 60 degrees, I believe. Ooh. Uh, nice little February surprise. Um, I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan. And uh, on, on the theme of Harrisonburg weather and climate, uh, the days are starting to get longer, which, which mm. I'm appreciative of. I left the office... Uh, a little bit before six today, the sun Ooh. was still out. Not could to brag. See, could see my surroundings. It was it was a nice uh, sight for sore winter eyes. So uh, yeah. we, we're almost through the breach, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> That's for sure. You guys get it. It's like more <laughs> dramatic because you're so much farther north than me. So like Correct. the days, once they like the days seem, it's like noticeable. It's like almost noticeable every day. Yep. We but. appreciate it more. We don't sure. take it for granted. <laughs> no, I believe that. Who else is here? Uh, Coach E coming in hot. Very different takes, I think, on my perception of the weather. I mean, I agree it was beautiful. I don't know that I would hearken it to, like, a fall day. It reminded me more of those, like... It wasn't humid, though. That's why. It wasn't humid, but it reminded me, me personally more of those days, like, in the spring where you've got that random, like, 70-degree day, and you're like... Oh my gosh, you know, pull out the shorts, okay. go lay out on the deck. You know, it was breezy, not humid. Uh, the, you laid out on the deck today. I did. 
I got some much needed vitamin D. We've not been having pleasant weekends lately. Dude, it has rained like six consecutive Fridays, which then just turns the weekend into a tailspin of like off and on rain on Saturday. Dang. So it was nice to finally have like Sunday. Sunday was nice too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was nice to have some good weather. Sunday, Sunday. Where can people find you on Twitter? Will Route Intern. How do you spell Route? RTE. Will RTE intern. That's where all the hot takes are the happening. best bachelor content comes from. Sponsored by this podcast. Make sure you smash that follow button. Um, we likely won't be reviewing the other new spinoff bachelor shows on this podcast. So you'll definitely have to check out Twitter for my takes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan, did you happen to catch during last night's episode that there was a casting call for singles over 50 seniors? I did <laughs> see that. Yeah. They, yes. uh, I, I feel that they're running the risk of stretching the franchise a little thin. <laughs> but I, I gotta do think that show's getting been done money before, while too. it's there to be got. So. Right. Absolutely. What are, what are you guys drinking tonight? Take it away, Jordan. Uh, I've I've been feeling the tickle of a sore throat coming on Ooh. for the past maybe Corona. two days. You got the coronavirus? No, no, we rebuke that in Jesus' name. <laughs> um, so I have some pineapple, orange juice, vodka mixture in my double walled insulated i love that that's your your go-to your go-to uh sick drink yeah a lot of vitamin c some potassium in there and Mm. alcohol to kill the germs it's science it's it's also mennonite you know the only time i saw my mennonite grandparents breaking out alcohol was when they were sick that's when we had red wine. Like, oh, you're getting sick. Let me pour you a glass of red wine. Red like, wine, okay. of all things to have when you're sick. Too. Yeah. Or brandy. I think brandy oh. was another one. Oh, yeah. I believe that. That's like, yeah. Yeah. Oof. That Just was a King family. Grandma King out there nipping on the brandy while the kids Lima are hacking. And you rub it on your gums. But, yes. Uh, you need some Zycam. Just swirl it around. Oh, yeah. Those nostrils. Zycam swabs are nice. You should do that. Uh, where where does one acquire as I can? I mean, you can get them at like Walmart or the okay. drugstore, but they're like these little swabs, and you like crack them open, and you swab inside your nose and inhale, and it's like crazy. They also have, but like it, like it it reduces the symptoms like immediately. Yeah, it's nice. I recommend that one. Seems like the you know like the weirdest one, but it's the sure. most effective because there's also like a nasal spray, and there's like gummies, but they don't work as well. You gotta you gotta get the swab. Right. So like a, a smelling salt almost. No, but it's like it's like a, it's weird. It's like saline. Almost. It's like a um, uh, an ear. What is it? A cotton swab, like an ear uh-huh. cotton swab, a Q-tip uh-huh. that is cold and wet that you insert like into your nose and you like spin it around in your nose. And but it's like medicated menthol, like some sort of like snot consistency stuff. But it like it opens you all up and it, works. it actually like deadens your some of your symptoms. It's nice. This is also not an ad for Zycam swabs. But we'd be but willing not. for it to be. Can, I am a totally... big believer in Zycam. If they, if they send no us it's in the mail, it's no flower. we can unbleep it at right. a later date. Absolutely. Emily, what are you drinking? I'm drinking red wine. A little uh, Oh, are you getting Cara. sick, Emily? Or are you just having a night? <laughs> Look, I'm always sick. <laughs> I'm sick. Sick I'm person. sick of Peter Weber. That's that is for sure. That's for damn sure. Um, also, just because I have a curious mind, it's menthol eucalyptus. Uh, that's on the the swabs, the Zycam. Okay. Yeah. 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 So good times all around. I have rejoined the ranks of the drinking. I'm still low carb logie, but uh, you know, in honor of fantasy sweets, I figured I would drink some tequila. 
So I have a little uh, tequila, a couple limes, and a splash of tonic. Delightful. Delightful. A little, a little TNT <laughs> action. Yeah. TNT. What, uh, what kind of tequila are we rolling with? Are we going with uh, the nothing, Big Boy Patron or are we... No, nothing, uh, nothing of note. I forget what the brand is. It's like a white label with like a skull on it. Yeah. Oh, that's the one you're drinking. That's a good. That's a good tequila. Is I it? like that tequila. It's not the Espalon. We, we're done with the Espalon. Oh, uh, that's that was, what I thought you were drinking. That was better. That yeah. was that, also not an ad, but willing for it to be. Come at me. Oh, so right. What, what kind of vodka are you going with? Anything? Of uh, Tito's supporting ah, the American business when I can. You know, supporting the troops indirectly. Uh, classic Tito. Tito the American guy. Tito's right. fine. All right, <laughs> let's get right to it. This is the Bachelor, um, whatever week podcast. We talk eight. about the Bachelor here. We are pushing through. This is week eight. We've mm-hmm. done this for eight weeks. This, it's gone pretty quickly. We've it feels up like once or twice. But, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, yeah, fantasy sweet week. So we had three young ladies left in the herd. Maddie uh, from Alabama. Victoria F. from Virginia Beach, and Hannah Ann from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. it worked. Um, Knoxville. Knoxville. Uh, yeah, fantasy, fantasy sweets. What are your What are your thoughts, Emily? Please rescue me. I mean, this. <laughs> I don't know. I like seeing you flounder. This is rambling. rambling why, why stop now? Yeah, just keep it we going. We get to go to Australia. The Gold Coast. Yeah. Keep going. While, in that while accent. you guys are on that accent. Uh, <laughs> That was just a horrible way to way to lead off by Peter. He he like wanted yeah. to commit to the accent really bad, but he he was so bad at it. And yeah, Han- Hannah at least gave it up quickly. Like she was like ah ha ha, and then just immediately went back to like oh jet ski is cool. Yeah, thank God <laughs> I don't have to listen to your accent anymore. <laughs> Go I'll fast. I don't listen have to, to, to these you. horsepowers. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, Gold Coast, Australia. Is that what is this? What is the city there? Sydney? I actually think Gold Coast is, it, is, is the city. Is Gold Coast the city? I'm just an idiot? So. All right. Yeah. Cool. That's All okay. Right. Did not know that. I thought it was like the Gold Coast was like a region. And... Kind of like the Treasure Coast of Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Notable <laughs> cities. Treasure Coast for sure. <laughs> Port St. Lucie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jensen Beach. Anyhow. Uh, looks like a lovely spot. Great place to fall in love, as Peter says. First up. We have a date. Well, I guess we should say, first off, all the girls come to those shocking and disturbing realization that they're going to be staying together in the same. Which is has never happened in before, flat. ever in Bachelor history. Have they ever forced <coughs> women or the men to be in the same suite the week of Quarters. Obviously, a great move on the producer's part after they learned what they did about Maddie. Like, oh, they want to give she wants to give him an ultimatum. Okay, then <laughs> let's put them in the same room, shall we? Well, and I mean, granted, I'm sure you don't have to spend every waking second like staring at the only other person in the house, but it would appear that they like are just doing a lot of chilling and just like ambiently talking about things and i wonder what they're doing now like okay really is this the conversation you guys are having so uncomfortable but yeah so uh much to maddie's chagrin first up was hannah and well before you jump in oh yeah i guess we should start off with the conversation yeah yeah um so 
basically we ended on a cliffhanger last week after the rose ceremony. We had Maddie asking if she could speak to Peter. Correct. Um, which is where we black. Which we uh, stepped into, started off with this week was that conversation. Um, I didn't feel like Maddie articulated herself well at all. No, she I did not. felt like she was doing a lot of like nervous mumbling and biting of her lips without ever saying anything. And even Peter a few times tried prompting her like, well, what is it that you're asking me? And she'd say things like, well, I don't want to tell you what to do. I'm just saying I'm really uncomfortable with the idea of you being intimate with other women, which to Peter's credit, Seems like a reasonable thing any woman would be nervous about going into fantasy sweet weeks. It's not uncommon oh, for them to express that they're be. uncomfortable yeah. or nervous. I didn't feel like Maddie actually did a good job of saying, like, here's why it makes me feel uncomfortable. Here's how I feel about you. And so the idea of basically the conversation she has with him later on at dinner should have been the conversation she had with him in the hay. One thousand percent. Bingo. Nailed it. I think, I think we could be done with the podcast, basically. Done. That's my yeah, take. That's it. No, yeah. Jordan, we were sort of texting during this, but, like, it was not Madison's finest moment. Um, just, she she was, she seemed fairly calm about how she went about it. Like, she does a pretty good job of keeping it together when she has to, like, talk to Peter seriously about stuff. But Four times she just, champ. That- she just did not say anything to him about like why she felt that way. And that was just, it was very strange. Like you could tell she was obviously nervous about saying that or didn't, didn't want to necessarily say that or didn't want to be like, Oh, Hey, 30 seconds after Kelsey gets sent off in the limo and the limo Tahoe, I'd like to pull you aside and just real quick, um, save myself from marriage. And I think that you should, you know, like I, I understand maybe why she didn't want to do that, but it, it came off really clunky and weird that she then decided to like, and more or less give him an ultimatum there, like right after the, right after the old uh, ceremony. Um, but yeah, so. Well, and I, I think, I think she she says even later on that she walked away feeling awful because it sounded like she was giving him an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And again, what she said at dinner sounded very different. Like it wasn't an ultimatum as much as just sharing. Here's what I value. Here's why I'm uncomfortable with it. And you should still do what you're going to do. Just know that, like, this is how I feel about it. But um, Right, because then she can make a decision based on the information that is at hand. And, right. you know, and then I think that sort of, like, validates her decision-making process. I don't think there's any reasonable person on earth that is, like, thinks that she's out of line for sticking to what she believes in. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, they might not agree with her beliefs. They might not agree with why she believes what she does. But, like... She has every right to like stick to her guns, but I think she probably should have at some point displayed the guns uh, prior to, you know, the sort of post ceremony weird ambush conversation. Um, sorry, Jordan, we haven't literally let you have a chance, but I mean, you got any any thoughts? No, I mean, I think the one, the one thing I did uh, appreciate about the that effort or that attempt was that. It wasn't like, wait till we get to to Australia and then I'll just spring all this on you. Like, I thought the timing wasn't the worst timing it could have been, but you could tell that it seemed very much like a spur of the moment decision. Like, oh, I Mm -hmm. got to talk to him. Like, maybe she wasn't even expecting to get a fantasy suite 
rose and then she got it and she's like oh crap we really do have to talk about this um, yeah because a better a better time obviously would have been the hometown visit or a you know their one-on-one in whatever latin american country they were in prior um i think it would have been really smart to have said hey look like i'm not assuming that i'll make it this far but I think it's important for you to know, here's how I view the intimacy uh, side of this relationship. Here are my views. Here's why I feel that way. Um, but she kind of like at this airport hangar took a stab at like, okay, I'm going to tell him so that I can check it off the list. But it was obvious she didn't go in there with a real game plan. Right. Whereas... Yes. She clearly had like put some thought into what she was going to say before they talked at dinner that week in right. Australia. Well, and she knew what she was up against too, because the other two girls had had ostensibly su- successful um, fantasy suite, you know, evenings. Yeah. So. Yeah, and Emily, I agree. Like, I don't think that she was like technically giving him an ultimatum, but it because she couldn't communicate it very yes. clearly, that's yeah. how it came off. Exactly. Um, and it and was, I felt bad for her because of that. Yeah, and it was disappointing because it's like you hear her talk about her, like how how important her faith is to her and like how it's, you know, the foundation of her life and everything, but it's so difficult for her to express it to mm-hmm. this person she's in a relationship too with mm-hmm. too. So it's like, man, like that, I wish it was yeah. easier for you because this is not fun to watch. Um, yeah. It yeah it makes makes you feel feel pretty bad for what yeah. she's going through. But uh, yeah, to her credit, she did stick to her guns, regardless of how well or <laughs> not well uh, she actually executed it. And I mean, yeah. other than it being teased throughout the season. Um, and it ended up being her was ITM, her ITM at the, or before, right before, during the date or right before dinner or something like that. Um, you know, she hasn't really brought it up. Emily, you had an, some interesting thoughts as to maybe why she hadn't brought it up. You thought that maybe she's. Well, if I were to play devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah. There's two, two thoughts here, two camps. One is that I could understand why she didn't bring it up sooner. Cause in the past, like the sooner it's brought up, that just becomes your whole narrative yes. and storyline on the show. Right. And it's like, there's way more to you than your like sexual choices and your sexual lifestyle. Your status. And so yeah. I get like waiting to bring it up Register to later. Six <laughs> um, because you don't want that to be your edit on the show. Correct. The mm-hmm. other like devil's advocate standpoint is that maybe Madison isn't necessarily a virgin which is why she just keeps using the phrase saving myself for marriage and she hasn't been as open about talking about it because she doesn't want her parents to know because you'll remember her mom was the one who brought it up yes also an interesting thought and it felt kind of like after her hometown maddie all of a sudden felt this pressure to now bring it up so i was like huh i wonder how much that played a role into it and like maybe it was something that Maddie was more willing to compromise on than what she was leading on originally. 
don't know. That yeah, was well, just me playing devil's advocate. I can see that because she did say later on that it was very important to her that she didn't compromise on something like this because she wanted to protect the relationship she had with her parents. And so I think that gives gives some uh, some legitimacy Credence. to what, what maybe you're getting at. Potentially. It, it's just a thought. I mean, it's like, you yeah, know, she never she never really brought it up, you know, so and I, I appreciate that that was not her storyline and her edit the entire season because mm-hmm. that's tiresome. Um, but we did for the past few weeks get hit with these, you know, previews of her saying, like, I'm taking myself for marriage. And then her mom and then the cutaway of her mom asking kind of pushing and asking her about it. So, um, yeah, Look, I just it's just it's just curious. I mean, it, yeah. ultimately, it is still her decision. I still respect obviously whatever decision she wants to make um and she and peter want to make for themselves i think that's that's fine but oh absolutely and i also feel like the the arguments out there are the like viewpoints like you signed up for the show you know what you're signing up for old argument tired argument like don't keep bringing it up overused (laughs) like think about it a little bit more um what word am i looking for just expand your perspective like yes she's she she has seen the show and she might know what she's getting into and that doesn't mean she can't go on the show with these different values or opinions and have the right to express them right you know so i think tired argument stop bringing it up (laughs) yeah i think where people's frustration comes in when they use that argument is they're more upset with like the person in madison's shoes at all of a sudden getting so off kilter and hurt when it plays out the exact way it has for 40 seasons or however long they've been doing it. Um, Like they, I think from that camp side, they want that person to have a little bit more of a realistic expectation of the person on the other side of the table, which I think Madison did certainly more of a realistic uh, perspective than say Luke P from from last uh, time we went down this road in talking about the purity of the marriage bed. So yes, right. So I kind of feel like since we're already talking about Madison, we should just go ahead and like carry out the Madison conversation and okay. revisit the other two. Sure. So you know, you brought up Jordan like Luke P, and because that was another thing out there on social media was people comparing the two. Totally different. Like oh, when you different. see, when you rewatch Luke P's conversation with Hannah, he was like shaming Hannah for how like she was choosing to conduct herself right. in intimate relationships and conduct herself sexually. Whereas like Madison, and he was leveraging the fact that they were close and they had always been close. Yes. And like, how could she dare jeopardize their relationship by doing that you know yes. what i'm saying like and he was cast like he was casting his own values onto someone else which yeah. i never think is fair right. versus when we fast forward to the conversation that madison had with peter at dinner i actually thought she showed a lot of maturity and wisdom in saying like this is what i've chosen for myself and my values i totally understand that someone even someone i may marry may have had different values about sex and like right. that is okay because like you are have a right to have different values about mm-hmm. this and i was like and there is your difference between madison and luke p yeah yep there yeah she provided room for like i'll i'll understand where you're coming from i'm not going to judge you for past decisions or whatever 
Um, another good point that I saw brought up was like, so she made the point at dinner at how kind of crazy it was going to be. And she framed it really well too. I think she said it just, I can't wrap my head around the idea of like accepting a proposal from somebody who slept with at, you know, potentially two other women less than a week earlier. That week. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a completely reasonable stance to have. Yes. And I like I don't like the idea that all you know this franchise wants to push that whoever is still in the game like they're the they're in a dating relationship like Peter has three girlfriends well it's completely re- if you want to really yeah. ship that narrative it's complete completely reasonable for your girlfriend to expect you not to be intimate with another person Exactly. Yes. So you can't have it both ways of like, oh, I've got four girlfriends, but uh, <laughs> I don't know why they're freaking out when I want to sleep with one of my girlfriends. Like, don't. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That's where this, again, gets really icky. Uh, but yes. Yeah. yeah there is something a little man. like, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah. it is. And what you're speaking of, Jordan, like that is the what she articulated about being engaged at the end of this. That is what she needed to say in the hangar. Because I think if Peter had heard her say, like, I do see us getting engaged at the end of this. And if that was the case, it'd be really hard for me to accept a proposal under this situation. That gives Peter a lot more information to work off of. Then he's understanding, okay, she is thinking about a future with me and how this plays out after the show. And if I feel the same way about her then I am going to choose maybe to not have sex with the other women, or I'm going to choose right now in this conversation to say, be intimate, be intimate, excuse me, whatever, um, (laughs) to say, you know, Madison, like I can't like promise you, I'm not going to, you know, and have that conversation then. Cause I did feel bad. Like he did genuinely seem shocked at dinner because I think he was finally like understanding her better, right. especially because it's the first time she actually told him she was saving herself for marriage. Again, had he had more information going into it, I think we would have had a different week. Mm-hmm. And I, I think um, this is going to sound harsh, but when Maddie walked away and said she was really angry and hurt, I think she brought some of that on to herself mm-hmm. because yep. she didn't articulate herself clearly. Yep. I would yes. agree. And I think, um, I think she, like, of the three that are left, she was by far the one playing her emotions closest to the chest and hadn't really given Peter much of any affirmation. Like, he had told her several times he was falling in love with her. He's told the camera he's clearly in love with her. But yeah. she hadn't really given him that affirmation back, which I think... Of all the girls there, he clearly likes her the most, too. Yeah, and I think, I think that was kind of the big bummer where he wasn't getting that back, and so maybe he felt a little, um, a little. I don't know, I don't want to say entitled, but like, well, if it's, if it's only a one-way street to this point in terms of interest, like, she didn't express her interest until that dinner and everything had happened already before that so that i think is where some of his shock came in of like oh she like you said emily she's thinking about you know the future after this and she like she is taking this seriously and 
maybe I would have made different decisions. So, mm-hmm. um, communication people, it, it <laughs> is important. Turns out it is important. People yeah. Are, people are saying it also turns out like, you know, we've been, I think maybe, and by we, I mean, bachelor nation as a whole, mm-hmm. have been focused on the communication breakdowns between Peter and Victoria, but you totally see it with him and Maddie too. Like the first time she brought up her faith, we talked about how it just seemed like such an uncomfortable conversation where it stayed very surface, like neither one of them wanting to push the other out too far because it might burst their bubble. Mm -hmm. And I think think what we saw this week with the two of them, it's a lot bigger than just the sex conversation. It's that there's some unavoidable like difference between the two of them and how they approach life and relationships and that they're maybe not as aligned as they would like to be because they're very uh love struck with each other yeah so it's just easier to like not have the hard conversations and nuzzle nuzzle but now we're at a point where okay these really hard things are now at a point where it's like i think uh madison brought up how she's been making all these compromises and it again to me was like i heard what she was saying but also feeling like and you also haven't voiced at any point in time this whole show what compromises you felt like you were making or how how you were struggling so like some of this is also just problems uh building up that you guys have not talked through with each other yeah yeah and it was easy like you said it was easy for them to not do that because Mm -hmm. everything else was so great so there was no sense of urgency or obvious symptoms of like whoa we need to we need to really have some talks it was just like okay this is awesome but anytime we try to talk seriously it, it we start feeling a little squirrely because we think we might break it so let's yeah. just not do that let's gloss over it so we can check those boxes off but that is also not a good way to go about things exactly exactly i also get the vibe i mean i know uh, we hate sometimes bringing up the age of the women. Um, and Maddie's very young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, and so is Peter. But I got a stronger vibe this week more than other weeks with Madison. Like, it would, it would serve her well to, like, go out and have some more, like, life experiences under her belt. I felt... I kind of felt like this was the first time she was having some of these conversations, Mm -hmm. which again is not shocking when you take into account her age. And if she was a college athlete, like I kind of wonder how much time did she really have for relationships? She's yeah. I know she she played in high school. I can fact check it, but I'm pretty sure she played. Did she go to Auburn? uh, No, she didn't go to Auburn. I thought she did go to Auburn, but I'm gonna fact check all of this. One second. She was four times state champion in high school. It's what right. really matters. Four rings. Four ranks. Four rings. <laughs> Regardless, um, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I see how that was just uncomfortable all around for everybody, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So where did where did we leave it with Maddie? She basically was. We got left with the cliffhanger at the end of the episode. They were standing outside of dinner 
There we were don't forehead have, touching. There was forehead touching, as per usual. Jordan was tantalizingly close to capturing kisses at, on numerous occasions that didn't happen. I would, uh, I would like to lobby for. Well, I'm not sure yeah. we can use that term because it might be insensitive. I don't know. Uh, Eskimo the kisses. Nose, the nose kisses. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. I think if we call them Inuit kisses, we might be better. We might be safe. Yeah. Denali yeah. kisses. We'll call Ar- them Denali. Arctic region kisses. <laughs> just, just something for the for the refs to think about. Yeah, we can um, we can consider that if we'll go back. But and I, I mean, I know I I got some tears points for sure. <laughs> right, Emily is hot on the hot on the. Trail, I, I am well, and I'm getting I'm getting uh, conflicting information. So I, I see will see her two four seven recruiting profile. What kind of what kind of she's a shoot first point? She's dude. a shoot first point guard in the Damian Lillard model. Right, uh, big game, Maddie. <laughs> it's Maddie time. All right. What else? Do we have anything else to say on Maddie? We want to circle back to the other ladies. Uh, So, I mean, she closed it off by like basically just kind of telling him like good night and walking out. They did not like even touch on the idea of like, well, we can still go into this space that is normally for the sex, the sexy time. (laughs) Uh, But instead we can just do the the talk it out stuff. Exactly. Like, Plenty of people have done. Right. Tyler's notably. Yeah. There was probably a little more hanky panky. I can imagine there was some, some, some light. Some, some exchanging I, of ideas, OTP. if you will. I totally OTP agree HJs. with you, Jordan. I had the same thought of like, why aren't you at least using, taking advantage of the extra like entire night to try mm-hmm. to talk things through together and like maybe come up with a better idea of, okay, what are we going to do? How do we want to move forward? Right. Where are we coming from? Because because when they were talking at dinner, it didn't seem like she completely shut off this idea that like if you were intimate with either of these other two, like I would never want to be with you. Right. It was like I I just couldn't accept a marriage proposal at the end of this. Right. Still very much leaves the door open for like, hey, let's just date and do the do the Colton and Cassie thing and and slow things down a little bit and go from there. See where that takes us uh, i mean i feel like we're, we've turned pretty much well i guess there was a proposal during the last season yeah but i, I was kind of gonna say like it seems like we maybe have turned a, a bit of a page on like it seems like there are less rules to the bachelor now if that makes sense like these things pure you know, anarchy did i guess i guess uh proposed to hannah and she accepted but you know the whole colton situation and then now this like i don't really feel like it would be even remotely advisable um, to for for Peter to get engaged to one of these girls. In the right, but they got to keep that Neil Lane sponsorship money. Well, this is true. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a business right. decision. Emily, anything anything to add about Maddie? You find any any details? Um. Well, I did find out that she went to seminary school, but that oh. doesn't mean that she didn't go to Auburn. She first. was hooping in seminary. <laughs> <laughs> She was running point for the. Uh, she went to Highlands College uh, for seminary. So not D one basketball. No, so I don't know where I I heard that information somewhere, but anyway. Because didn't when they did the hometown, she like she told him like, and this is where my dorm was, and I would like walk by. Yes. 
So I will continue a deep mm. dive after the episode, and we Not will bring you on next statements. week. I know. Pastor Madison. Pastor, Pastor Pruitt. Yes. All right. Let's move on to the bell of the ball. Hannah yeah. Ann, your number three overall pick in the draft. A real Tracy McGrady during the early 2000s scoring spree that she's on right now. Look. Tremendous. I still... Do not. I'm still not a fan. I was thinking there's maybe, not a whole like lot to love there. Well, we don't know a lot about her. Number right. one, we don't know a lot about her, and there were so many cuts this week of her just like, like fixing herself and like checking her face and like I don't know. She just seems very aware of when she needs to be on. Yeah, and I don't. The other, and the other girls that aren't aware that's of that—that's not what I'm saying. It just like it's unfortunate that that's. It's unfortunate that you've hated her the whole time, and you are creating a narrative to back up your beliefs. I understand. I do the same thing. I don't Regardless. think her. <laughs> I don't think her way of approaching that is as uh, obvious, maybe as like some of the beauty pageant types that we saw earlier in the season. But I think. It is just kind of like muscle memory at this point because she's a model. Like, yeah, she's got some she's real like unfortunate facial tics. I brought this up. Like, there's a lot of times too where it'll just be like a cutaway and she'll be like reacting to something someone's saying, and she's just like, and it just like looks like her face just like slips out of like. Uh, she's just like, I don't know. Just she like glitches she, a little bit. You know how like you say sometimes I have a tough time like hiding what's going on in my head. Like I think she also suffers <laughs> from a little bit of that. Like to where she just be like. What did you? What did you say? Like, and then maybe it's just because like slow on the uptake. Maybe it's just like she can't hide it. Who's this? My biggest problem with Hannah Ann. Okay. Is that she's twenty three. Well, she is more concerned about pleasing Peter than she is about actually like having That's a relationship. True. So yeah. it comes across that she is how it comes across is that she wants to win and she's concerned about. Winning and making it to the end. I will defeat. These yes, well, that's why. I mean, I that's why I, I did her early on it. as like a good player of this game. Yes. Like, yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Like, I don't really find her. Like, I'm only rooting for her because she's on my team. Absolutely. And, like, I'm trying to score points here, and like, she is just tailor made to score points on this on this freaking show. I mean, she just like if you in, in our scoring rubric. If you True. watch like her interactions with Peter. She's just like very overly concerned with like yeah. how he's feeling and doing, and never actually says anything about herself. And even this week, wow. she know, basically you know, just tells him like, "Yeah, I want you to have sex with the other women. Like, go do what you need to do to be happy. Like, I'll be okay. I'm still in it." I'm like, as long "What? As you're still in it." This is no, like, I'm saying. no, I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. no, I, I agree there. I think in healthy yeah. relationships, there should be a balance of like, I respect myself enough to like maintain my own passions and pursuits and like what's important to me while mm -hmm. also like supporting that of my significant other. But she just seems to like, I'll be whoever you want me to be, Peter, as long as you yes. keep me around. And that's not, uh, a healthy way to start things. Yeah. In my we saw, opinion. We saw it a few weeks ago when he basically was like, you don't have to be happy all the time. Every interaction she's had with him since then, she's cried. Mm -hmm. Like, 
you're telling me that that's not like on purpose that that's totally intentional yeah i mean it probably is anyhow clear clear path to the finals here for our girl hannah and uh i still know nothing about her oh i would agree frustrating but at least like you on the on the flip side you also haven't like learned anything like egregious about her like she's not like certified homewrecker or like any some sort of like crazy psychopath which we have learned about other people that are still around well, and that, well, that's Allegedly. the unfortunate part about this season yeah. is there was so much drama and so many yeah. women obviously not there for the right reasons that it's like we didn't even get to invest any time in building the story arc of the women who, like, were the ah, front runners. Listen to you. Yeah. Poetry Just over here. putting out terms Podcast right poetry. <laughs> All right, so uh, we get the date. They get to go jet skiing. Seems like a good time. Peter does that thing again where he just like says this is what he wants to do with his life. Just explore and live life to the fullest. Like, yeah, dude, I would love to go jet skiing every day on the Gold Coast as yes. well. Like, and like, make out with a model in the Hoomst among us. <laughs> yeah, right. Regardless, it, uh, it appears that the date went fine for them. Yeah, it was a very generic. Yeah. They rushed through dinner, made it to the boom boom room. There was a hot tub, lots of surfaces for activities. There was like a Titanic hand on the Oh yeah, like, there was a screen. F- frosted glass bathroom hand Gross. make out that was just a little over the top. They didn't we, And if you don't know the Titanic reference, ugh, dead I, to me. I've never seen that movie. Dead to me. Jordan, have you ever seen Titanic? <laughs> I have. Ah Don't tell Merlin Sue though. <laughs> Wait, you've seen Titanic, but you hadn't seen Jurassic Park? Yeah. Oh, Emily, we were texting about this. Uh, recently, about the, the list yeah, of of media experiences that Logan and I like, we have some crown jewels that we are completely blissfully yeah. unaware of. Shawshank Redemption. Oh my gosh, do we have never a spinoff podcast? What? Jordan's never seen it either. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So is yep. this going to be like our? This didn't own come out in premarital counseling for you guys. You can be shocked at mine. But I feel like you and Logan should have had these conversations. Yeah. I just probably. saw Avatar the other day, Jordan. Look, it was a big enough hurdle for us to get over the fact that like he wasn't into Lord of the Rings. And I let that go. So it was probably best that I didn't explore other movies that he had. Right. You, just, Lord of the Rings. you didn't want to dig too deep because you were afraid exactly. of what you were going to find. I was pulling him out. Classic Madison behavior. <laughs> Jordan, as per usual, Jordan, you know, I like to make sure things are properly rated. Lord of the Rings is fine. But evidently, that is not a worthwhile opinion to have. That it is merely fine. It's long. Every one of those movies is about 45 minutes too long. We could pare those right down. And I could have saved. I've seen them. Each of them once. So that's. There's uh, a lot of things I watch by myself Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter. Uh, well, Harry Potter. Star Wars, you sometimes watch with me. So, don't say sometimes. I actually like Star Wars. I'll engage in a Star Wars conversation. I understand Star Wars, and I will watch it. I also think your version of like is very different than mine. How do you like Star Wars more? Than... Did you play the, the Jedi video games on the computer growing no, I up? I didn't like video games. Interesting. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so basically we're going to have our own spinoff. It'll be like the rewatchables, but it'll right. just be it'll a be rewatchable for me and a first time for you oh, guys. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Jordan, you got to watch Jurassic Park, though. It still stands up. It is, it is my favorite movie. I believe it. Oh, I love it. 
<laughs> I just want to make time my first time is special, you know. Every oh, every I'm time I'm compiling a list. Every like time this weekend, I, uh, it's happening. Yeah, so listen, bleep this out or not, but we can we got to remember we got to do personality types episode. Yes, yeah, so I have that on the list. <laughs> we got and then we got media experiences episode. We've got to pull Jason into the um the personality test. It would be actually kind of funny to pull Jason into the media experiences as well because he's, oh, for sure. he's definitely had all of these and we'll have like strident opinions about them that we need to make sure we share or else yes. he'd be really mad. So we should do that. Yeah, for sure. Cool Easter eggs. You have Jason, Jason you're right. invited back. <laughs> Unofficially. All right. So Maybe obviously not. Hannah Ann's date went so well. We talked about it for so long. Um, it they came, spent the night all, together. There was ostensibly some boom boom in, in the boom boom room allegedly yeah. we haven't confirmed it yet true for our and for then scoring purposes we had our first uh girl comes back to the other two girls Super and it's just they film it and make it just just painful so painful the way they cut it i was so angry because you could tell yeah like they would do shots of the person who's not talking but listening to someone talking but they would mute the audio Right. Because you can see him nodding along to somebody or like reacting right. to something. That that made me angry. How'd it yes. go? Oh, it was so fun. We had a and good then, time. You know, manufactured cricket space. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. I got to think the guys would have handled it better, though. You know, the dudes would be like, oh, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> well, I even think if I'm remembering right, the week of fantasy suites on Hannah Brown season, like even though they weren't sharing the same room that week, they were hanging out in each other's rooms. Like I, I remember. I feel like I remember them. Well, in like, that season in general, there were there were always more apt to like when the guy brown, came yeah. home from the one on one. Like, so how'd it go? Yeah. And some of that was Luke P. Like being a shysty little dog. <laughs> But some of it was genuine, like, bro, how was your night? Oh, no, there was a lot of brotherhood on that season. And then Luke would come in and, like, try to talk to the guys about it, and none of them ever wanted to hear it. And it was always just, like, very uncomfortable. But anyhow. Um, oh, do you think they're going to announce who the Bachelorette is on the uh, Women Tell All? Do they do that then, or do they do that the, on the finale? It depends. So if one of the top two oh. is a contender, then they'll probably wait. <sighs> this is true. Right. Not interested in in any of these I things. still feel like... What do we think about Victoria P as best? No, no. You don't think she's I, got... I special? suggested that a while back. I'm not saying I would advise. I think, I'm saying she has... I think she had potential. potential, and I think Bachelor Nation is out on her. I really do. Like, I... From Who what... Cares? Well, because they care for ratings. Like... Yeah, and social people, reactions think, and... Yeah, people are going to tune Luke in If they made the best, so they, people would watch. We would watch. Well, we would because it's literally our job to watch. Well, okay, well, first of do all, this. Use it literally. We literally hope it was our, would be our job one day to watch. Job <laughs> doesn't mean I have to get paid to do it. Good point. Um, but there, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to. I'm not equating the two. I'm just saying. I feel like of of the people have been on there, her she she would make for a decent candidate, and she would say yes. What about Sydney? Oh, train wreck. Which one? Just a mean uh, girl. I like. I like the Sydney from Colton season. Yes, I would be about that. But I, I would think love she's. To see her. I think she's too quality for that role. Yeah, she's on. I kind of feel like we need a Paradise. quality person. 
we really need a quality person after these train wrecks lately. Yeah, but we thought we were getting a quality person in Peter, and this is true. Should have had Garrett. Ugh, I know. Or the Box King. Give us the Box King. <laughs> we want the Box King. All right, <laughs> one more date to go. Our girl Victoria. Boo. Everyone's yeah. favorite painful. See, like, unlike Logan, he's unwilling to have controversial <laughs> takes on about someone on his team. I am so willing to go there about. Victoria. I told you, I thought Victoria could be a fun hang last week. No, I'm saying what you were just saying about Hannah Ann. Oh, I about- told you that Hannah Ann seems like the worst, but she's great at this game. <laughs> the point of winning Both things can be to true. points. You understand how this is going, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Trying to score. You you play uh-huh. to win the game. Uh-huh. All right. Um. Victoria and Peter get to go helicoptering. She does a lot of cooing, as she's one to do. Oh, Peter. Once again, Peter is the one apologizing to her. For some like, strange reason. Why? Yes. Um, he makes a lot of like weird comments about how he's like, this is going to be really important for us because last time we hung out was literally the worst day of my life, which was like really great. Today's been going well. We haven't fought yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Just, just like the number... I wonder if it's going to dawn on him at any point. Like, I think it did maybe with some, some other girls. But um, regardless, he, this is a pretty generic day, day too, other than the forced conversations that we were privy to. But she just, like, cannot be talked to and does not respond with any sort of human conversational skills. Like, she just literally just starts to cry and just says, like, oh, my God, Peter, what are you There's doing? There's so much deflecting that yes. goes on. Yeah, and it's like she's got these big old eyes and just turns on the tears and she's like looks pretty adorable when she's crying and you just feel sad for her and it's like and she's just totally like you, you know, I know we talk about Hannah Ann manipulating like this is this is also some classic manipulation. Oh, this is like tactics. personality disordered manipulation. <laughs> yeah. Have, did I send you guys that uh, video of someone like breaking down their argument last week using like the DSM, like definitions of narcissistic personality disorder. No. no. Oh, guys. I'm but I'm interested in viewing this content. <laughs> my coworker <laughs> sent it to me, and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And very true. Yeah. 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 It's just so, like, it's so maddening to see somebody, anybody, even if you don't really like that person, but to see someone in Peter's position just eat it up and, like, fall yeah. for it. And I'd be really interested to see how he views this footage watching it back this season, what what kind of reactions and maybe, excuse me, observations he has when he's he's watching the film back, uh, <laughs> watching that All-22 coverage. But uh, it and the other thing that really drove me nuts was uh, in one of Victoria's kind of off, off-date interview pieces, they said she said something like, you know, I we're not really good at communicating, but everything else like is fine and we'll we'll just work on it and get better. And then two minutes later she's telling Peter like communication is the most important thing and like Oh my god. Yeah. Can you not yeah. make sense of how those the the disconnect between those two statements might might be problematic, lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like not sure what to think about her. She doesn't like strike me as the kind of person that would like want to be with kind of like a boobish dude like Peter. But then I also don't understand 
yeah, I just don't understand. Go ahead, Emily. <laughs> I prop up when I get excited. Here we go. So I do think there's truth in what Victoria is saying about her past relationship. I would agree. About how she wasn't oh, sure. ever asked about her feelings. And so when she was, she felt like something was wrong. She does strike me as someone who probably had some like emotionally abusive relationships in the past be them dating or early childhood who's to say we didn't meet her family i didn't get to get a sense of that say attachments is attachment attachment is key however so i feel like she is someone who's developed unhealthy relationship patterns as a way of like coping Mm-hmm. And getting what she wants, not in a ne- not to say that getting what you want's a negative thing, right? Correct, right. It's just that her she's learned that the way of doing that is by manipulating and gaslighting and getting really defensive and walking away from things. So that's what's worked for her up to this point. And like now it's starting to get to a point where it's not working for her anymore. So typically what you see from those kind of people is they either panic and freak out and they start doing those behaviors more to the extreme. Hmm. or they like figure out, okay, like I just need to do something different. And hmm. so I think that's why we're seeing from her, like what's, you know, does that make sense? Like oh, I yeah, think yeah. it's a, a mix of like, she's probably got a disorder of some kind, but that disorder probably stems from other relationships. And I think she, to her credit, I do think she at some level is recognizing that it's unhealthy. Yeah. But I also think she is like chalking it up to like being on the show and the show is so dramatic and it's stressful. And Peter's just chalking it up I mean, and pattern, reframing but... it as, oh, well, we're having these problems because we're really fighting for the relationship. So neither of them are seeing these problems in the real world context mm, that yeah. they need see them yeah i i mean i think this girl is very broken and like it it's really tough to watch and that's not like oh she's a terrible person that like a a condemning way of saying i just think she has a lot of uh of inner healing that needs to take place yes um and yeah so i think she's probably like if she's had let's say she has had emotionally abusive relationships in the past. And so that could potentially be why like she looks for the affirmation in potentially, you know, uh, these alleged home uh, upside down turning situations. Um, But it's never been like looking for it in a sustainable uh, permanent situation Mm -hmm. because she still doesn't feel like she's worthy of that or she deserves Mm -hmm. that. And so when this opportunity presents itself, she starts self-sabotaging almost because it's like, I, I'm i so unfamiliar with this. There's no way this could happen to me. And I think she still has a lot of like forgiving herself to do for whatever has yeah. gone on, um, you know, has or has not gone on. We, we like to use the, the term allegedly. So to right. protect to protect the potentially innocent. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's, it's really still bothersome that Peter like just still doesn't seem interested in addressing yeah. those allegations. Like yeah. I, I understand you don't want to 
um, risk coming off as like judgy or making it seem like you're being accusatory or anything like that or attacking somebody's character. But that's a valid concern to have if you're thinking about potentially proposing to somebody yeah. of like, can we flesh this out a little bit and like try to get as many details on the table as possible just so I know what I'm working with here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I felt like, especially if we compare it to the whole, um, what was the country music singer's name? Chase. Chase Rice. That uh, Not Chase Bryce, who is a, now Duke quarterback. Right? Uh, He's a know. Cutcliffe disciple now. Chase Rice. <laughs> but she, like openly addressed that with Peter. Mm. Yes, she still walked away, but she acknowledged it, took ownership of it. Whereas with this accusation or situation, she did not answer his question at all. Yeah, that's true. I and I like, that. I think just when you compare those two, it's like, oh, I mean, you were willing to talk about Chase. You're not willing to address what this girl was saying about you. Right. She just attacked Marissa instead. She was like, why would yes. you believe the words that's of some stupid girl or something like that? Right. I was like, whoa. For five yeah. Months, she attacked him, attacked her, and then attacked <laughs> Peter. Like, yeah. basically, how dare you even ask me that? You're taking sides. Well, you're still not answering it. And I'm just always suspicious of people who immediately get really defensive. Like, you don't need to be defensive if you have nothing to hide. Right. Amen, and sister. The whole like taking sides thing. It's like, yeah, I'm taking the side. I'm sorry. I heard some, I heard some <laughs> all right? Like, all right. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, de now defend yours. Like, I, I don't know. Well, and at the bare minimum, he's taking his own side by trying to get as much information as he possibly can so he can make right. what he hopes is the best decision for him moving forward. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this, but basically I, I, I've been really unhappy, like you were saying, Jordan, with how he's responded to Victoria and how he's just seeing this as like passion or fighting really hard for a relationship rather than owning. Right. There's problems here. I, yes. I don't think a relationship that's existed for a total of eight weeks where I've spent maybe 36 hours with this person yeah. and had all these problems is a good sign. Yeah. And that's the illusion I'm sure that the show puts on you too, is you cultivate these relationships that feel really close, even though they're not. And then you conflate like problems with working on it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, I mean, that's, we just. Or vulnerability. Yes. Right. We just explained the whole crux of the show, but like things are, things are problematic and they're never they rarely it would appear seen as problematic in the show instead they're seen as like obstacles to overcome because ultimately we belong together and that that's just like can't be true <laughs> you you can't ultimately belong together with all these people that you're like constantly convincing yourself that you are you know my other problem with trusting victoria on this did you guys see the apologies that she released about the um white lives matter campaign no. So she had originally put one out when the rumors first started going around, like the show had kind of barely started. And it was very much like one of those, like, I'm sorry you all feel this way kind of apologies. Mm. Ah. 
Like, I'm sorry that I value uh, Marlins. It's an important, like, fishing tournament every year where I live. Like, kind of one of those, like, sorry. Sorry, you guys are a bunch of snowflakes. Yeah. And then it was only, like, last week or two weeks ago, I think when she was catching a lot more heat for it, that she, like, actually addressed the, like, actual problem and that how it you know is a racial problem and how it offended several people and like you know it's like um this is one of the reasons i don't trust you you clearly released (laughs) an actual apology because someone like told you you should because you were catching a lot of heat on it and you're trying to spin it because your first apology which you probably got zero consultation on from a pr person you didn't actually apologize or acknowledge what you did was wrong paradise is coming so right Right. that or or she wins she's just trying to do damage control but i don't think she wins i hope not and poor peter's gonna end up murdered in the like mountains of in the sierra nevadas or something Allegedly. All right. Um, so they also proceed uh, to the boom boom room after having, again, another weird conversation when she's crying and like keeps touching her eyes and like doing the like, Peter, no, we just can't do this right now. She gets all pouty and like, I don't know what you want me to say. This yeah. I'm like acting like it's unfair to her. And well, that- this is right after she told him, like, um, how'd she say something about i think i put this in my notes somewhere uh oh she was like explaining why she gets defensive because of her past relationships and she's like from now on i just want you to tell me clearly what you need from me so he tells her clearly (laughs) what he needs from her and she immediately starts doing that shutting down thing again of like I just like don't know why we always have to make this a fight. And he's like, I'm not fighting you right now. <laughs> I literally just answered your question. Yeah. It was awful. He's just like trying to keep her together so they can have sex. Like, please, we're so close. We're so close. It sure seems to be that way. You. I would love I would love nothing more than a crack at some intimacy. Um so then they proceed to the suite and she does again a lot of cooing, like she's never seen a hotel room before. Oh, oh my god oh. it was a nice room i mean yeah. it was very nice but i mean come on guys seriously yeah. what are we doing here all right um i thought where the girls was girls were staying was like prettier than any of the like fantasy suites personally i mean the, where the girls were staying just looked like a like a apartment at sunchase to me i i think the hannah ann uh, boom boom room looked the best of the yes the three. that's true they also had the hot prime. tub in that one prime for the booming right <laughs> business is booming and, business and is they booming. had the hot tub and they had the desserts you know for props oh, oh yeah they had a little charcuterie plate nothing nothing gets nothing, nothing gets like some salted like, meats for dessert you know nice salted <laughs> meat or a nice piece of uh, stinky asiago a little romano <laughs> cheese all right I'll come over here and kiss on Pilot Pete. <laughs> Get this Capicola out my teeth. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was really the episode. Yeah, that was it. So Madison. we got left on a Madison went last. We already discussed that. Left on a cliffhanger. We don't know really the final ultimate uh, decision right. for the end of Madison's date. What are okay prediction time? 
You're still not allowed because okay. you're spoiled. It's fine. Jordan, I'm spoiled. What are your predictions now with the new gleaned information from this week? Um, I think part of me thinks Madison just like bounced, and it was too much for her. Yeah, and uh, Victoria and Hannah Ann are the only ones left still in Australia for this rose ceremony. Um. And then potentially the shocking news is like uh, Madison might still be interested. Um, and that's what sends Peter into cold compress, you know, head between his knees mode. Even um, sweatier than usual, sweaty Pete. Yeah, over over sweaty. I, I hope for the sake of my scoring that Madison is still Miss Bring Her Home uh, from Peter's mother. Um, at this point, I like, I don't feel great about any of these three prospective pairings. Um, so I think, you know, it, the cliche thing to say, but I honestly hope like all three of these, four of these people really like end this on a good note and really like, you know, get, get to where they're supposed to be by the end of this and don't like force anything or do anything really out of pocket just for the sake of putting uh, a clean end to the show. Yes. So I think I'm, I'm tracking with you. I think Madison just dips. Yeah. And I also think they do a classic bachelor thing where they take away one of the roses. So he has to give out one rose next week instead of two and that's why Hannah Ann was so upset. Like, I want to feel chosen because it's kind of like, well, are you really choosing me right. if Madison left? Dude, Hannah Ann has all time like default winner potential because like, like you said, there's, there's just not, there's not a whole lot there, but she just seems like she's kind of just coasted through on lack of controversy and like just general, like, yeah, I don't know what being cute as a button. And then like, that's really all she's got going for her. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's wild. Like, I don't really feel like there's, a whole lot of connection there but i almost feel like she's the best candidate to win at this point yeah. getting more and more appealing every <laughs> week that passes and i don't I think, necessarily think that means that like i am a fan of that relationship right. i just think it's like she seems to be have the strongest win potential at this point which is I, jordan is right in that i think so i think she'll get the rose next week yeah. madison has sent herself home victoria gets sent home but then like they hear some kind of news of either Madison is still interested, something along those lines mm. that Peter decides to go after her and um, break it off with Hannah Ann. That, or he pulls like an Ari from a few seasons ago where he like proposes, proposes to Hannah Ann and then kind of decides after the fact Oof. that he makes a mis- made a mistake and after Maddie. Because, okay, so the teased footage we've been hammered into submission with of Chris, <laughs> like, before he, – he makes it clear, like, before you do what you're about to do and then reveal something to him. So I would hope that he stops a a potentially disastrous proposal that – A double has to get portal scenario. <laughs> yeah, take backsies. No take backsies. Yeah. But I could also see Peter. So let's say, let's say that Chris does say, 
hey, we learned maybe it could be something like Maddie never went home. She's still here in Australia. or She's, she's in the bush somewhere. <laughs> she's Whatever. on the walkabout. <laughs> he, he delivers some kind of in news. Peter is such a, like, well, he he seems to be such a hopeless romantic yeah. and believer in the process of the show that right. I could see him still entering a disastrous engagement to kind of be a good bachelor. Like, Oh, the past few seasons haven't ended well. I'm happy enough with Hannah and she loves me too. I don't have to doubt anything in the relationship. So I'm going to propose like an idiot and then realize later that he made a mistake. I could see that happening. You better not besmirch the integrity of a Neil Lane diamond like that. <laughs> Yikes. So, Warrior for Treat next week is Women Tell All, which will be interesting. I think no, it's wait. the highlight. Oh, maybe it is. I think we get the rose ceremony. We then, get the rose ceremony. Women, okay, like women, women Tell All interspersed in with the rose ceremony, right? Yeah, okay. Which they're going to make. God, I mean, it's going to be painful to watch all that. It's going to yeah. be like a four-hour marathon. Get What's your snacks ready. Alea and Sydney yelling at each other. and For sure, Tammy. Tammy, just emboldened Tammy. We had, some, we had some good crowd reactions in that teaser. So, uh, I wonder if Mama Mullen's going to be there with uh, Florida Gators recruiting director uh, Lee Davis as well. <laughs> was the last one. I know, I remember. Go Gators. Go Gators. Yeah. Always be recruiting. ABR. <laughs> And then in May, we'll have The Bachelorette. In between, we have this music uh, thing they're doing. What's it called again? Batch, is it like Bachelor, like Believe in Your Dreams or something? Bachelor Presents Don't Stop Believing or something like that. Some kind of music thing. Oh, is it Listen to Your Heart? That was the Listen song. Listen to Your, your Heart. heart. Yes. There goes. Yeah. <laughs> and then after The Bachelorette, we have the Summer Games to go along with the Summer Olympics. And then we have Bachelor in Paradise. If the Summer Olympics don't get canceled. Right. Coronavirus. Right. So here's hoping that doesn't happen. Did Nothing you like see, see the name of the guy who made that announcement? Oh, yeah. <laughs> His name was uh, Dick something, right? I think it's like Dick Pound. Dick Pound, yes. I saw it on the bottom line on ESPN. It's like, why is this <laughs> trending with the Olympics? Dick Pound, colon. <laughs> We will make a decision on the coronavirus in a three-month window. Like, but they said it's more likely that the games get canceled than moved. Well, that doesn't mean they'll cancel the Bachelor Summer Games. Oh. But Bachelor in Paradise could yeah. be in danger oh, because Bachelor Summer Games. Well, so they had like the Bachelor Winter Games to go with the Winter Olympics. Like, oh my a god, few years this ago. is too many properties. This is insane. It's basically they have like <laughs> former contestants, and they're they basically do the same kind of events that they do like so for the summer one they'll do track oh, okay. and field and that kind of stuff but the, but the, <laughs> the producer rob rob oh, just watch luke p out here just destroying everybody right oh man so they the discuss <laughs> whether or not to make it like singles or to bring back like couples mm-hmm. to do luke, i think couples luke and luke and alaya couple couple for the books <laughs> no dude you know luke is trying to slide into madison's dms after after the performance she put on what a godly woman i was just really blessed by how godly your performance was and he was, competed in Wadapalooza. your athletic frame appears to be uh ideal for breeding as a as former registered sex haver it's kind uh, of what i really want to pursue at this point in my life 
<laughs> is being fruitful and multiplying. Oh, and, gross. And having nobody ever, ever question my character. Ever. Ever. my heart. <laughs> or my integrity. <laughs> oh, love it. All right. So this has been a painstaking episode. You got anything else that you want to say, Emily? Anything uh-huh. you need to get off your chest, Jordan? No. Nope. All right, cool. Well, you guys have made it through another episode of the Wheel Route Podcast. Thank you for joining us. You can find us at The Wheel Route on Twitter. We have a website. It is www.thewheelroute.com. You can stream the show from the website. You can also get it from your favorite podcast acquisition network. Until we meet again, go Gators! Go Hoos! May the roses ever be in your favor, boys! <laughs> <laughs>